0: This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. The WinBet Casino is now offering a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 for new users. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And PropSwap, it's America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to Propswap.com and download the PropSwap app today. And Stable Duel. It's a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 25k on one entry. So head over to stableduel.com and get started today. And of course, don't forget to go download the SGPN app for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right. Welcome back DJs. It's uh, your boy, Boston Capper. Uh, I, uh, I don't have Twitterless Steve with us tonight. Uh, I got a special guest, Brian Kershner, on with well, us. Brian, what's up, man? You filling in? Uh, you, you get? Are you going a Wally Pipp, man? I, I can
1: absolutely hold Steve's end of the bargain up. I will give all the information, all the stats he normally gives. I'll be as just as much in depth. But you know, I'm sure you miss him more than anyone. But I always miss Steve. You know, he's great. You guys are so great together. So I'm glad that I could, right.
0: could get the call up from the bullpen. Yeah, exactly. You know who Wally Pipp is, right?
1: Uh, baseball player? No, oh, Jesus
0: fucking Christ. Yes, a baseball player. He was, he was, he was, he played for the Yankees before, uh, Lou Gehrig came up. Lou Gehrig came up and took Wally pitch spot. So. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you got any, you, you, you got any recap on the match play? Anything you want to touch on? You know, I,
1: I like the event. Um, yeah, I too. think. I think going forward, um, I'm not a huge matchup guy. I don't bet a lot of round-to-round matchups in regular PGA Tour events. So for me, I think next year just going forward, bet your outrights like you normally do. Maybe bet a couple group winners, but don't go too heavy on the round-to-round matchups if that's not your thing. That's not yeah. really my thing, and I kind of just did it just because it was a thing to do. I think it's best to target a few matchups, throw a couple units on those and the ones you're really confident, in, but don't try and go – Five and out, oh, four and out. Oh, it's it's very tough to do.
0: It is, especially in match play, right? Especially on that fucking first day. And you're all excited because you get some Wednesday golf yep. and you get a ton of shit and you over-leverage yourself. But hey, listen, man, let's uh it's part of being a degenerate. Uh you got any thoughts uh on the slap? I know you were in bed and asked Twitter if you should get <laughs> out of bed for it. No, I
1: I, <laughs> I like I just like I was seeing some TikToks about it. Like it's really it's really, uh, it was really bad. Like from Will Smith, like in oh, every single absolutely. sense of it, and like just the way he went about it. Like I don't think there's any defending to be done. Oh, oh well, people Will are trying.
0: Smith. People are trying. It makes
1: no sense. <laughs> oh, no, and I mean, I feel bad for Chris Rock, but overall, just. A very bad moment from Will Smith, and then for him to win the award, that made it 10
0: times and that, worse. And it that just- bumbling, rambling speech that made no fucking sense. And you want to talk about the consummate professional? Chris Rock took that slap. My knees would have fucking buckled if I wouldn't have went down from a slap like that from Will Smith. He turned around, was like, what the fuck just happened? And kept the show going. And you saw him. At the end, he was like, oh boy, like I could have, and he yeah. just stopped, he just stopped. Cause you know, he had so many jokes that he could have just ripped Will Smith on, all the cuckold shit, all that stuff, like could have just destroyed him. And Costume Professional moved on, like what a, like this, that's the moment Twitter is for. Like yeah. that's, that, that's what, that's the, Twitter's a cesspool all the time, but that last night, I was like just scrolling, scrolling for new memes. Like, like just, it was, it was the best. I love yeah, it. Yeah, no,
1: it, it was great to see. And I, I really hope he puts out like a real formal apology. Yeah, oh, did you see? If...
0: Oh, he, oh, it came out like it, and it's like this generic publicist, yeah. like bullshit, like whatever. like, a DJ, like a DJ withdraw thing. <laughs> yeah, like a DJ withdraw thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's funny is, is so he actually has a show in Boston, uh, Friday night. This is his first show. It's Thursday or Friday, March thirtieth. The tickets went from like eighty bucks to like five hundred dollars bucks to get in the door on the secondary market. Do you know how wow. good that fucking show is going to be? I would pay a lot of money to go to that show.
1: Yeah, I think he'll he'll be airing some grievances for sure. Yeah,
0: absolutely. All right, you got any take on uh, Tiger coming back next week?
1: We'll see. He he can play like I you know I'm I'm not going to be betting him at forty to one, but oh, like fuck no no he'll. I, I, I'm not going to say I don't want him to play. He'll just be, like, the main story of the week, and, you know, that doesn't affect us gambling. Like, no, absolutely. So it's whatever. Like, it will be what it will be, yeah.
0: But do you think, think he's actually going to play? I, I I have no Oh, clue. don't fence it, yeah. motherfucker. Do you think he's going to play or not? I
1: mean, I think all conventional wisdom is that, yes, he's going to play. Okay. I, I, like, if he's always been in the – like, obviously the main thing is, is that can he walk Augusta National, and now he's trying to walk courses? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I think if he plays, he'll probably miss the cut. I, I don't know.
0: I, I don't Ooh. think he has any shot of contending. So no, well, I mean, listen. listen, we have no idea what his game shape is. But, I mean, you're right. He, he would absolutely dominate every storyline of the Masters, which almost kind of sucks. Do you does. know what I mean? It's almost a good story, but it also sucks at the same time. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, all right, Sweet Tiger's back, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'd just rather focus on the guys who can actually win and and focus on the tournament itself rather than just Tiger.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the only way that it really benefits us is that he'll pr- – I don't know if books – I think books in terms of matchups, because he will have to be in some matchups. and. Oh, yeah. When he should really be a plus two hundred dog, he'll be like even odds just because people want to bet on him. So I think that in his price range, if he is in a matchup against, I don't know who's ever going to be like forty to one. I just think there's a potential there because it's not a true
0: line. It's oh, not absolutely. A true, it's you not really think the books? You really think the books will hang? That's what I'm saying. I don't. Ooh, I don't know would if nice. they will. I would. I, don't I, don't I, don't have have I would appreciate that. So. Yeah. Alright man, did you do any, uh, you, you, uh, you caught up for this week? You, you ready to go on the Valero? You yeah, excited? I'm are you excited on
1: Valero. I mean, I think I have the winner. I'm very confident
0: oh, in one of the plays. Yeah, All I mean, right.
1: it's not like every week I'm like trying to pick the winner, but
0: this week, yeah, now. You're talking know about the winning? people who listen to you every week fucking better think you're trying to have the winner every week. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah. But I got it this week. I mean, you I got, got
0: it this week? Alright. And Hopefully. I think I like it. Hopefully. All I'm right. We're sure. well. on the same page. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully like that. All right. So before we got breaking down the DFS tiers, listen, if you guys are looking for Las Vegas style casino fun in the palm of your hand, look no further than the Win Bet, the premier online casino from the five star Win Resorts properties. From classic table games to all the best slot thrills and jackpots, Win Bet has everything you need for the ultimate casino experience. Sign up today and receive a hundred percent deposit match up to five hundred. Bucks. Oh, I'm sorry, up to a thousand dollars. Win bet win hour from two to three PM Pacific time. Better prices on Select Games and anyone who has the Win Bet app is alerted right on the hour. Bet five hundred dollars on college basketball Thursday through Sunday and be entered to win a two-night stay at the Win Las Vegas. The example is if you if the patron wages eleven hundred bucks on the men's college basketball tournament Thursday through Sunday, you are now eligible for two entries in the prize draw. There's so much to choose from and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit WYNNBet.com to get started today. The offer is subject to change in terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Alright, so since you're, uh, since you're the, since we have to tap the arm and get the bullpen in, uh, 10k range and above. Who you like, don't like, not playing anybody. Want to play a couple guys? What do you want to do?
1: I think honestly, in DFS this week, I don't think I'm going to be playing a lot of 10k guys. I really like a guy in the in the high nines, and I just think the way I want to constructure my lineups, I just don't really have room for that for both of them at least. But if there were to be one player I would want to play, I think it would be Abe Answer at oh, okay. uh, at ten three. Um, I just think that his performance last week was really dominant and he's playing really well right now. And like, as you know, and these are the same greens. These are Bermuda overseeded with Poa in Texas playing well. Um, and I think this week it's going to be driving is going to be very important and you got to have great approach play. You got to have good around the green game. And I think he can get it done in that, um, way. I mean, I think an easy fade would be Bryson. To say, I mean, I don't think he played out of his mind excellent at the match play at all. No, he was, he was definitely
0: rusty. You could tell he was
1: rusty as yeah. shit. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to take the gamble fading him either way, but I just, he's definitely someone I definitely want to avoid this week, given his concerns about injury and just the fact
0: that he hasn't been playing that much. But who, who are you starting your lineups with in this range? So, I don't know if I'd go answer, man. He sucks around the green. He's not good around the green. He's just not. And so I don't know. I don't want to come off with the deckie coming off of the injury. I don't want to play Spieth because that's whatever the hell's going on with this swing is a fucking is nightmare fuel. I don't know if you saw the picture that there's like a random girl like behind him watching him do the thing. And she's even like, what the fuck is he doing? So I mean, if anything, I'm with you. I don't think I'm going to start up here. I don't think I'm going to play anybody, but like gun to my head. I, I, I guess fucking guess Rory. He's so expensive though. He's gonna be so fucking chalky. But he does everything good. He's yep. good out of the sand. He's good out. He's good around the green. The proximity range, one fifty to one seventy five. You know, he's fine with. It's the wedges that typically give him a problem. This is a good. This is a good warm up for him. But I don't know, man. Like you can't think he possibly like gives a shit about winning the fucking Valero. He's just trying to go out and get a competitive round or two in, and then go focus on the on the Masters. You know what yeah
1: i mean? i i think that playing warrior would really be dependent on if you like a lot of guys in the six k range because yeah. you're probably gonna have to go there yeah. so i think if you like a lot of if you have some good guys that you really like in the six k range like and you could fit him into the lineups with some mid tier guys like i think that would work, but i think you would have to be pretty confident in some guys yeah. down the board to be able to to fit him in but i do think that he could definitely Excel here, and I do not think he is uh, not a hot take, but I I don't think he's going to miss the cut or not play well. I I really do think he will play well, and you know he's been playing pretty well recently. So I I think that he's trying to change up something for his Masters prep, and I I just I'm not really sure if I want to go
0: that expensive in an event like this. Yeah, I'm with you, and and as far as like Bryson goes, like you can't put him in DFS lineup, but. We talk about without rights, like the price on him is fucking silly compared to some of the other guys. So you can get him for the same price this week versus the masters. It makes no fucking sense to me. Um, I know he's rusty and I don't know, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I'm just, I'm, I think I'm just skipping this fucking entire range. So yeah. I don't know, but it doesn't look like everybody's doing it. I mean, most everybody's over 10% other than Bryson. So I know it's fucking super early though. So the 9K range, juicy range. Corey Connors coming up a strong weekend. See you Kim. Strong weekend. Don't care if he didn't make it through. Uh, McNeely, Magic Beans McNeely, fucking chalky, chalky, chalk Chris Kirk, who is so by the way, for anybody who doesn't know. So just go ahead and cross him the fuck off. Gary Woodland, my boy Keegan, Phenile, Jason Day. But like, I mean, this is the range. Like this is the range where I'm starting.
1: Yeah. So, I, and I think you could easily fit two guys two. from yeah. this range in here and not have to dig too deep. So I, think Corey Connors is winning this week. Okay. I got a 20 to one on him. I hit that pretty heavy. I got a 22 on my other book, so I'm going to hit that. I think Corey Connors can win this event. Obviously, he won this event two years ago, but yep. what I'm really looking for this week are informed ball strikers, and he's just been playing some excellent golf. 11th at Arnold Palmer, gained 11 strokes T to green, 26 at the players, tee to green, and then last week, he played better than anyone expected. He beat DJ in the third-place match, and he was putting well! He was putting well. And it's the same surface, and he's won on these greens before, and he's playing some excellent golf right now, so... I'm going to be starting lineups with him. I think he wins the event. I think he has an excellent shot of finishing top ten, a lot better shot than a lot of these other ten gay guys. I know you like Corey Connors. I know we like him next week, but yeah, I, I think Corey Connors has to be the
0: player. I like him. I just think in DFS he's going to be so fucking chalky, and that number is so short, man. It's 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 like it's tough. Like I don't have him on my card yet. Like It's hard for me to go down this low because he's already qualified for the Masters. He knows he can go compete at the Masters. Like he, like, is this just another warm up for him? Like trying to get focused in on the Masters? Like he just had a good week last week, played a shit ton of golf. I actually wouldn't be surprised if he, like, withdraws by tomorrow morning.
1: Right? Like Monday not, night.
0: I do not think he will withdraw,
1: given the fact that he's so a, a past champion of yeah, um, the that, And fair. I also think that, yeah, Corey Connors, we probably like him top 20 of the Masters, but I don't think he's going to win. Also, he didn't Fair. play one of the matches, so even though he went to he played more matches than anyone, he didn't play against Norrin. So I kind of like that component of it. I didn't, I didn't and up. and also um in twenty nineteen mm-hmm. um when Cooch lost to Kisner at the match play. He came he so he obviously played as more matches than anyone. And he came seventh at this event the very next week and gained like nine strokes on approach. So uh-huh. I, I think that there is some evidence that, you know, the and I, Scotty Scheffler, I have to say he played Valero last year. He finished forty-fourth after making it to the final. But, you know, I I don't think I, I, don't hate, I, I don't I don't hate the play. I don't, think don't play. hate it, but I also think, in from an ownership perspective, I think that a narrative that he's worn out from match play, and he played all these matches might help him. And but I think he, Abe answers is going to be popular. And if so, if you're playing Rory Decky or Speed, you can't you really can't fit him out. in. So I don't think his owner. I would say he might be at highest
0: sixteen percent. Oh yeah. I think he's going to get at least that. Definitely, he's going to get at least that. But okay, but in terms of outrights,
1: I think his numbers too short. It is Therefore, too short. people won't, won't, bet him, right. won't bet him. Right? Won't bet him. And we've been seeing guys right in this. I know uh, it's been Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, but I know. And Scotty Scheffler twice winning at like eighteen to twenty two. But yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I don't I listen. I don't hate
0: it, right? So I mean, fuck. Give me some more shit to think about now. Thanks for that. appreciate it. The uh, You like anybody anybody else you want to play in this range or you want to bet out, right?
1: Um, look, obviously Chris Kirk is the most popular play this week. I yep. mean, you would have to be an idiot to not see why he's a good play. Right. He's playing some excellent golf over an elongated period yep. of time. It's not a flash in the pan. He's been playing some really stellar golf. And then he has some of the best course history without a win of anyone here. Um, yeah. So 7th at Honda, 5th at API, was okay. yep. like literally in a position to win that tournament. 14th yep. at Phoenix, Phoenix, similar grains. I bet him before I knew our friend was on him um, at 45 to 1. Is he going to oh. win? Probably not. Total fade in DraftKings. I think he will easily be the highest owned oh, yeah. guy here. Absolutely.
0: So you don't like anybody else in this race, though? Yeah, you're stuffing two 9K guys in, or what?
1: If there would be another 9K guy I would play, I think it would be Maverick McNeely, another Another? guy that played really well at the match play, and has some decent results um, in Texas. So... I think Maverick is, is a good play. I think starting lineups with him and possibly both getting both in there. Um, but he's a guy. He wants to play well before the masters. And I I think that he has a pretty complete game. And I think his game is coming around a a little bit. So again, in, in form ball strikers, I think, I think Matt fits that build. Who, who are you looking at? Are you going to play your boy Key again?
0: No, fuck no. I'm off. I, 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 gotta, I, I gotta get off of it, man. I need, uh, whatever that shit to get heroin addicts off, like with, with Keegan. He's fucking killing me. Uh, I'm on him, man. Uh, he played really well at the match play. Played really well at the match play. He's in pretty decent form. Um, he's a great ball striker. Likes to here, obviously. He's won here. Um, he's going to the Masters next week. Uh, I mean, he was in great position last year at the Masters, putting with a fucking three wood because he broke his putter. Um, and, you, you talk about a ball striker, like that's it's Siwu, man. It, the, only thing you, the only thing you worry about, and anybody who bets on Siwu or roster Siwu already knows this. It's a fucking roller coaster. You have, ne- you have no idea what's going to happen from week to week. But at 9,600 9, and he's not super chalky, uh, I want, I want Siwu, and I think that's a guy who would be fine with winning this tournament, not thinking he can win the Masters next week. Um, and then I think I'm going to go back to Woodland. Think of going back to Woodland. The numbers good, goodish for the outright. He's clearly a, he's, he's, he's a really good player for this price in this field. And he's looked good lately. I mean, if you take a look, what he, what the Valspar was okay. Um, but you know, what T5 at the Honda, T5 at API, he got the bad wave at the players. And he's a guy who can score on high fives. He's, He's fine with the putter on the surface. The only thing I worry about him, and this might just be like scar tissue, um, when he was trying to get up and down, I think it was actually at, yeah. uh, at the valve bar out of the fucking, out of the, out of that sand trap. No, the, that was at API when he API. Made it. And then he had to, to get out of the bunker. And he couldn't get out. And yeah. like, oh, it's just, it's one of those images that sticks with me. And there's so many bunkers on this course, uh, that I feel like, I know, uh, Steve did his preview. Uh, he did his, uh, Jordan flu game, uh, today at lunch. He did his, uh, he did his preview and was, I told him he sounded fine. He sounded good, buddy. He, he needs to hydrate and get some sleep. But, uh, the, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I know he said he put new sand in there and stuff like that, but I don't think he's like coke rack bad out of the bunkers, but that's a hard, that's a hard image to get out of my fucking head. Like,
1: really. I think, I, I mean, in that circumstance, like, it was a very pressure packed moment and he just hit it back. He's a guy
0: who's won a major.
1: He's yeah, one he's of one major. Of major at his short, but yeah, I think he's someone that that's kind of rounding into form and I think he can play well, but I think the conversation that I would like to have, um, is about Tony Fino. Um, yeah, obviously we know our that. friend Andy Lack, he kind of has a lot of kind of push in the industry. And when yep. he tweeted out this morning, you know, Tony yeah. Fino at 50 to one in this field, he played really well against Xander. Like people are going to bet that and you know, he didn't invent that or anything, but I just no. think there is a case to be made that oh, the Field is not great and he's at a very attractive
0: number. I haven't, I haven't bet him yet, but I'm going on Andy's show right after this and he's the guy who I have not bet yet and I want Andy to make the case for me to bet him because I don't get him at 51 anymore. I can find him at 45, which is whatever. It's five points. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, he's probably right. I know we drained birdies against Xander, but is that just because, like, Tony looked across the T-box and just saw an inferior fucking, like, golfer and knows he could bully him around and, and make him go mental? Like, I don't know. Like, who knows?
1: My thing about Tony would be that I wouldn't advise it as a DFS play. No, fuck you. No. I would not advise it as a DFS play. You know, obviously, outrights, it doesn't matter if they come in second or miss the cut. It doesn't get paid out. So. Right. I think from a DFS perspective, he's definitely too volatile for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think from an outright perspective, you know, I mean, you could, you could take a shot this week. I mean, if you have room on your card and, and you want to bet him at, at 50 to 1, I think that can, can be a bet, but I, I do think. That, you know, we don't, in this industry, we don't want to overreact to things. Like, it was one round. Like, he made eight birdies, but, like, he's fundamentally been a bad golfer since he won the Northern Trust. So, I'm not going to bet a guy when I would like to bet other people around that number um off one
0: round. Because prior to that, he has looked pretty yes. fucked bad. He has he's looked been,
1: pretty bad. He's been fundamentally not great at golf since he won... Um, the Northern Trust. He just hasn't really shown much. So I think that that's just been a concern. And maybe that round was something that turned it around, but it's a little too small of a sample size for me.
0: Bro, I saw him hit one of the worst shots I've ever seen a professional golfer hit at TPC. He was in a, he was in a bunker on the right side of, I don't know, fucking six, maybe I think it was six and he topped the ball coming out of the bunker and it squirted like fucking 20 feet in front of the bunker. I was like, what the fuck was that? Looks like me and my buddies out there playing. Like, what, what is that? So, I don't know, like you said, but, you know, like Andy said, uh, he, he drained a bunch of birdies and you never know, man. Maybe it just takes a spark for a golfer who has that type of talent. Um and know, we'll see, but fucking yeah, I'm with you. No DFS, just an outright. And uh all right, so listen, before we get down to the AK range, if you guys are still looking for a sweet SGPN hoodie, every day March Madness games are being played. They'll be, we'll be giving away a hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast dot com merch madness to enter. That sportsgamblingpodcast dot com slash merch madness. So I think you guys got two more days for that. So that's, that's two more hoodies to get given out. All right, what you got for the AK range?
1: Um, I would say my favorite AK. Um, golfer and someone I think I'm going to bet outright, uh, number dependent would be Patton Kazire. Um, I think he's been playing some, some really good golf. He's yes. gained on approach in his last five starts, hasn't missed a cut since yep. the farmers. 3.8, 3.9, 1.8, 1.2, yep. 2.8. And he has a top 10 at this event last year and he's posted some good, um, finishes in yep. other Texas events. So, yep. um, I think he's, uh, 8K. Yep, he's um, chalky. Flat, I think it'll be a little chalky, given the reasons I just gave out. But for right. AK Flat, uh, not putting a, a top guy in my lineup, I think I think it's a good play, yeah. and at fifty to one, I think I'm, I'm coming around to putting him on my card.
0: Yeah, so I can still get him at sixty six to one. Um, that's one of the guys I actually want to talk to you and Andy about. So he's really good around the green. He's twentieth in this field from around the green. He's eighth in sand saves in this field, right? And with as many buckets as is going to happen, so. And he's, he's middle of the pack for par five score, but jockey, whatever, like for an outright, I'm fine with it. And I guess depending on how you just struck your, your lineup, that could be fine too. Cause I like, I like Isaiah as well. He, he's one of the guys I have written down.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, I like him in the, in the AK range. Um, I think a guy that is definitely warranted to have a discussion on would be
0: Charlie Hoffman. Um, why just horses for courses. That's it. We have no idea what he's going to fucking look like. No clue.
1: But the, he like uh, you can take. I'm not just saying this event. He has some of the best course history oh. at this event than anyone has oh. at any event. I, no, I on know. the PGA Tour. And Charlie Hoffman isn't like some amazing golfer. You know, I was I was with uh, Andy yesterday, so we were talking about it. I'm like, is there anything like in particular that this course like suits his game for? I don't think there's really anything you can point to. But last year when he was in contention, he was in great form. I remember. <laughs> Betting Charlie Hoffman in top twenty like every single week around this time because he literally cashed it every single week. Granted, he's in horrible form. Right. But I bet him 90 to 1 with an each way this morning just because it was a ridiculous
0: number. Whatever. I don't hate it. It's, it's like, yeah, Not gonna mean. win. But, but, DFS, it is, but DFS wise, you're gonna fucking put a complete unknown in? If he's if the ownership is high, I wouldn't recommend it. It's not gonna be high. You don't think so? to sub sub ten percent.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean I think there are a lot better like Russell Knox, Meadow, Ryan Palmer, yeah. Davis Riley, they're a lot more informed, better players
0: that you can trust. Cause, cause so we, didn't think- talk, we didn't even talk about the wind. You want to talk about a good win player? Fucking Russell Knox. Yep. Let's go, Russell Knox. Good form, good win player, good number, sixty six to one. Fucking ownership, about the same, sub ten. I'm gonna take the guy in good form who I know plays well in the wind. And wait, he's like there's no way he's qualified for the fucking masters, is there? No, he can't. Yeah, so he can win and get in. Yeah, the motivation. Fourth, he he was sniffing it at the players. Fucking, you know. You know I,
1: I think it's actually a, a pretty good play. I might write him up in my yeah, article. I'm it. just stealing your pick. Fine. Um, fourth, fourth original a, idea. Yeah, fourth in approach, eighth oh. in ball striking over the last fifty rounds. Hmm. I mean, it's a ball striker's paradise. People that have been good on approach, good off the tee, have really excelled here. And yeah, he has been playing well. Played well. uh How how did he do? I mean, I'll, I'll pull it up right now. He was pretty popular at the Val spar Yeah, because he did, didn't do much. Didn't do much. But I think so. I think if that turns some
0: people well, on, that was after that was after the slog of the fucking yeah. five days down here in in Pontevedra. Like it's a fuck yeah. Like yeah, in the wind, man. I'm telling you, like the wind. He's a good wind player. Yes. 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 And.
1: I think that there are courses where
0: people just dot
1: like run to bet him like a coastal like shorter Mm -hmm. track. So I don't think that since the average person thinks this is a good Russell Knox course, I think it's a good play. And he's not a great uh made cut streak right now. Made six of his last cuts, hasn't missed a cut, so I think he's a guy that can uh can get it through for you and uh hopefully get a six out of six.
0: ah, I like it. I haven't seen one of those in a while. The um fucking uh, dude, my bracket was dead after the round of sixteen. After after the round of sixteen was dead, completely dead.
1: Yeah, I mean, I legit like I bet a few. Like, I only had one group winner get through, and it was Scotty. And I originally on my card had Sheamus powered like plus three hundred to get out. Yeah. And I was like, no, he- like he's not gonna get off. So I didn't put him <laughs> yeah. on his card or bet it. So but that was tough, but. Luckily, I'm not a big live ad guy, but after Monday, I mean, after Wednesday, Kisner was 40-1, to and JT lost, and I was like, okay, this number's just wrong, and I just bet it, I threw a decent amount on it, and then, because I was down, like, I didn't have an amazing week, because... You know, you realize how much minus 140 juice is when you throw when 700 you lose. bucks on Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah, like, dude. Yeah. It was 700 to 500. Like, I, I wouldn't think that. But yeah. yeah. But yeah. I basically just covered my losses. I went from having a bad week to having an okay week. So it, it worked out well.
0: Yeah, dude. Listen. And hedging is, uh, hedging and match play is completely different, right? Like that you know, there's a, a certain outcome that's going to happen. It's not like you're trying to hedge when there's like five guys within three shots on a Sunday when some asshole from five back that you didn't yeah. expect is going to come up and fuck you. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. But,
1: but it was it, like no, like the second I bet Kansner, I was like, if he gets to the finals, like I would literally hedge in a mill, like it would not even a question, take the losses yeah. and move off. And I didn't think he would beat Scotty. And another thing I would like to point out about yeah. the match play, Scotty. Last two year, last year won in a playoff to get even to the round of sixteen, yep. and then he had to go through a grueling playoff against yep. Matt Fitzpatrick. Six holes. It's like history completely would change if he these past two years. If but again, that's just testament to how good of a golfer he is and how good of a match player he is that he. Did Like them? a
0: fifty missed what? Like a seven footer to, to give think. him life. Yeah, so I I watched ahead because I really
1: needed that that, that <laughs> to win. I think so, but Fitz definitely had some opportunities yeah. to win. Um uh, but I think Fitz played some really really stellar golf. I'm not saying the Masters is a great place for him, but I think next month Fitz is going to be a popular bet always because he's just – I feel –
0: he's Fitz. I feel like I've heard this fucking forever. Like, I I, I don't know. Top 20, man. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. That doesn't make it move for me, bro. Fucking plus 200. What is that? It's 2 to 1. We bet golf. Like, I shame people for fucking 12 to 1 bets. Never mind a 2 to 1 bet. Yeah, but – I know. Just I know it's I get what, it, It's hard point.
1: to hit now, right? I know, like
0: you just hit Cam Smith, like it's super easy. No, it's uh, listen. I know this is I. Dude, that's why I do the matchups. That's why I grind my matchups. Yeah. Yeah. I know you don't like to do that, and I I play around with the first round is, but I give myself a hundred to two hundred dollars a week to do that. Ten to twenty bucks on. I'm like whatever. That's fun for me. It gives me a fucking Thursday sweat, and I gotta hit one every what six fucking weeks to fucking make a payoff. You know what I mean, dude. Like, <laughs>
1: Like first round leaders actually be taken out of your account is like absurd to me. Like <laughs> I bet them tonight, and I'm like, this is just fun money, whatever. Throw a hundred bucks on it, and they lose, and it gets taken. And I'm like, I'm an idiot. Like what? <laughs> <are you doing? laughs>
0: that.
1: Like I now I'm just down for the week. Like it seems so fun in the moment, yeah. and then like wow, it actually gets taken out. I thought this was just like a, a fun no nope.
0: nope, real day. money
1: gets taken. A, out.
0: Yeah. That's right. That's right. All right, well, listen, before we jump down to the 7K range, i got to talk to you guys about Stable Duel. There's never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is is now there's a new way to play. The ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport, check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as 25K with one entry. If you don't know anything about horses, you don't got to worry about it. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select, Build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly. Attracts all over the U.S. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you, or you can play against our stables. You can even follow them in our app, and we can compare stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. We'll see you in the winner circle. Play, race, and win. All right. 7K range.
1: I think you'll know who I'm going to
0: yeah, play. Yeah, based on your you built, yeah.
1: But I really like K.H. Lee yeah. this T- week. T-
0: TPC Lee, man. What you Not
1: about? even because of that. I think this isn't like a super standard TPC course, but regardless, 14th, two years ago, 23rd last year at this course, and he is on...
0: A made cut streak of I know, epic yeah. proportion. You are trying to mush one of these guys to miss the fucking cut. You've done, this is the second time you've done it.
1: This is an absolutely, uh, has not missed the cut since the Sanderson talk. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
0: Like 15 straight made cuts. Taking it out of my fucking lineup. Fucking mushing them. You're mushing Like, them. Uh, so I, mushing I can't
1: them. play someone
0: that is, has made you can you can money. play him but you can't say he's on a fucking 15 cut streak
1: i'm more he's likely, about to get
0: concerning he's about to get cut now
1: i'm down to do a side wager because you thinking that i can just mush somebody off of made cut streak. i'm offended we will side <laughs> wager on C.P.C. lee you can the
0: cut you can money. join the corpses in my charity bets i got andy i got nagels i got fucking steve i got sean green i uh listen when the money's not going in my pocket uh, it's a, it's, it's, it's a good run, right? The, the kids, the kids at Wolf's Children in Jacksonville will, will appreciate it. We can definitely make a side wager on that. We can do a $50 make, uh, make or miss cut cage How's that? Let's do it. Charity of our choice. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So All right. who,
1: who are you liking in the 7k range?
0: So I, I did have cage written down until you just most them. Yeah. Uh, so I, um, I like, I like Matt Jones, man. Like, with the way the winds look like they're going to be in a PM on, now I need to see what the, the tea time stacks going to be. Um, but it looks like the wind's going to be up at, in the afternoon on both days, but on the second day, on Friday, it's going to be helping the afternoon wave. Um, the way the wind is blowing, this is what Steve says, you know, I did not come up with this on my own. I texted Steve about it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, and he told me. So he broke it down for me that way. I like guys who can play in the wind. Um, He looked good a couple weeks ago. He hasn't looked great since then. But Matt Jones is literally just like a binky for me. If I know the winds are going to be up, I think he can fucking make it. And he's a tougher player. And he can pot. He's good around the green. Like he's fine. He's fine ish with his long irons. Um, yeah. What do you think about? What do you think about Hickok, man? The dude has been lurking lately. He's got a shit record at this fucking course. Like he's terrible around the green, according to the stats. He just t thirteen down in Pudicana, played okay at the Players, played okay at the Valspar. He's seventy one hundred.
1: I I I kind of like it. I mean, he played well last week, Valspar. He played well early, and I think early. he was very popular for a, a lot of people. Um, you know, I, I think another TPC course he played well at is obviously River yeah. Highlands in yep. the playoff with. Um, so Hoover. I think there there might be something there, but I think. For his price point and the guys he's around, like I the, think the I ownership, trust him.
0: yeah, the ownership is all going to Neesmith, all of it. Yeah,
1: so I think that he's a really great pivot there at seventy one hundred. If Neesmith is going to be very popular, what what are people seeing in in Neesmith? Why why is he such a popular to play this week? Yeah, I mean, he's
0: been play, he's been playing really good, right? Played good at the Honda, played good at the Genesis. He, T3 to Valspar. yeah He's, he's good with his mid-range irons. Like, his strokes gained always look good. Um, I don't hate Neesmith. Um, I think, yeah, see, I, like, I, I've done a small little thing on him outright because he was like 125 to one, like whatever. And, yeah. he, and he's popping in the bottles. So like, but, but I'll pivot on him in DFS just because of where he's at. The only thing that worries me about Neesmith is his around the green and, and him coming out of the sand is not great. But yeah, Hickok and Jones right there to be able to pivot away from 15% ownership when I'm, I mean, I guess I've kind of been a little chalky up top. I mean, not really. At least that's, that's my problem.
1: I think I think you I think I think you're wrong about Connors, right? <laughs>
0: okay. Up. Maybe
1: I just okay. think that because I like him so much this week. But I do think that if you're playing anyone in the 10K range, you really can't play him. Yeah. And I think that. people – But I think like, a lot
0: of people are thinking what we're thinking, and they're not going to stat in the fucking 10K range. That's that could because be. He, Think about, think about, think about the fucking names that we're about to go over in the 6K range. Who is comfortable playing a majority of these fucking guys?
1: I don't know, but at 7K flat, I do like Bo Hostler. Okay. I do like to play a little bit of Bo Hostler. Yeah, good Florida swing. Good, yeah, good 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 Florida swing. swing, playing well, and he's someone that he's popped up a few times on these leaderboards in. Decent fields and I think in a week where, you know, the competition is a lot less and it's a lot weaker that he he can play well. So third at Pebble Beach, missed cut at Phoenix, forty eighth at Genesis, sixteenth at Honda, twentieth at API, like I think he's been playing well. And another great thing that um I think is is good about um the players and what happened is that if anyone you like for the next I'm gonna tweet this out after if anyone you like for the next month missed the cut at the players, it doesn't matter what side of the draw oh, they were on, they were on the favor. They were on the, on the wrong the side. side. On the wrong, wrong, side. Of wrong side of the, side. the draw, Anyone every time, that missed every the
0: time. hundred percent agree. Because I said that earlier about a player, no fucking clue if he was on the No player. clue. No clue. <laughs> if you missed the cut at the
1: players, you were on the wrong side of the draw. If yep. if we're talking about you on a on a podcast. It's just
0: it's <laughs> just a fact. That's it. Facts. Facts facts, facts be damned. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well listen, before we jump into, uh, the 6k range, uh, the real dumps to dive in this week with this fucking field strike. Uh, and any outrights and uh, any bad soprano stakes we want to talk about. Uh, we were brought to you by PropSwap. It's where America buy, uh, buys and sells sports bets. The final four is set, and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. The last two weeks, PropSwappers have been making thousands of dollars by, by simply by buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Then, after you make your purchase, you can either go for the win or resell your bet anytime to lock in a profit, like Patrick from New York. Who sold a thousand dollar, 35 to one Houston championship ticket for 6k on PropSwap before their elite. Eight game and Patrick turned one thousand dollars into six thousand guaranteed, and the buyer got the best odds in the country. So go to propswap.com or download the free propswap app today. Propswap has fantastic features like filtered list of tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into bonus cash, and a first deposit match using promo when you use promo code SGP. On your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to five hundred bucks. So, join the real sports betters on PropSwap. It's where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, homie, chicks, real dumpster diving shit, real dumpster diving shit.
1: I like Adam Shank. Okay, Adam Shank is a guy that you know he to make used to make a lot of cuts. He was leading the um, farmers for a little bit. and he's a guy that I think that has the potential upside to play really well in an event like this. And he's coming up a seventh-place finish at Punta Cana, where he gained nine strokes in total, missed two cuts before that. But, you know, he's had some good showings, and I think that he's someone that I think shows a lot of value in this range. Um, and then as we're going down, I mean, there are some names that stand out to me. Um, Garrick Higgo. Hank Leviota. like these are guys people were playing at much higher prices not that long ago. And now they're in the mix, mid 6k range, um, in a really weak field. So I think there's someone to look at. And two weeks ago, um, for the Valspar, I literally touted Martin Trainer as a 6k min bet and he went on to miss the cut. But you know that's okay. He was really at an absurd number at a min price, six k, and he made two cuts. He made cut at the Phoenix, made cut at the Honda, and then he was seventh last week at Corrales. He has more talent than all these other six k flat six k guys, Martin Trainer. If you want somebody but you at need the them. top, yeah. But if you want to play two guys at the top, he has more upside to make the cut and have a high finish than any other flat 6K guy in this range. So, Capra, who who are you liking down here in in the 6K range? I don't know if I've
0: ever actually fucking played this guy. His name is Tyler Duncan. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I mean, you just kind of look at what he's been doing. He did okay at Punta Cana, whatever, top 30, 25 at the Valspar, 35 at Puerto Rico, made the cut at Pebble Beach. He's 6,500. Uh, what did he do here last year? Where the fuck was he at? The uh, uh yeah, and whatever. Fucking Cape made the cut, sixty five hundred, super low owned, running around Harry Higgs. I'm sure he'll get it because Harry Higgs is fucking awesome. Uh, you can always look at Zach Johnson, who's got a good course history here. I don't really know if I really want to play him though. What do you think about Hayden Buckley? He's another Hayden those-
1: Buckley, I think he's another guy that has. More talent than a lot of guys he, in this you know, range, right? Kind of priced around, but someone I like and I think he will be a little bit popular, but is Austin Smotherman. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think he's, he's too talented for his price point. And he's had some decent shows 11th at Farmers, 33 at Pebble Beach, 55 in Puerto Rico, 25th at Valspar. Yeah. I think, I think he's a guy that can make it through, um, the cut, great right on approach, so. He's someone I will definitely be wanting to play
0: in the I, in six K range. I feel like he'll be chalky though, because I, I yep. Like I just feel like he'll be chalky. The uh, what about Svensson? I like Svensson. He was one. Of the fir- he was one of the first bets I put down this morning.
1: What did you get him? at, like one fifty. One fifty. Yeah. No, I I played him at the Val spar and he made the cut and he was okay, but. He's another guy that I just think the talent is there, and he showed it not that long ago. He played really, really well at the Honda. I uh, yep. couldn't buy a putt, but he's someone nope. that's just excellent Tita Green. Um, let me see what did he do in uh, Punta Cana Missed last.
0: That. Missed <laughs> the cut, <laughs> Missed and I
1: think he was a popular yeah, of course play not.
0: there. Um but, well, I mean, you know, I, he's dude. He's been playing good. I mean, he's only had two missed cuts. One was at Putacata. Who knows, man? Maybe he just got down there. The rum was flowing good. He made a fucking bunch of money at the Valspar and the Honda, and he didn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Who knows? Dude, um, so I was
1: when I was on vacation. Like I was uh, like a like a stone's throw away from that resort. Like, why did you when go I, play it? It was four hundred bucks, and of course I was playing.
0: All the winners you're hitting, bro. You can't go fucking drop four hundred bucks. You don't have a mortgage. <laughs> you, you you give your mom electric.
1: <laughs> okay. No, no. Um there were two courses I could have played. I could have played that one for four hundred, and then the course I was playing was one hundred seventy-five, and it was like an it's amazing same. course. Yes, fine. Like, yeah, fine. Okay, um, fine. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Play, play, that's fine. When I was like going to the resort, it was like the signs were like Corales, Punta Cana, like this way. It, it was right there. So um I would have loved to play it so to give some some recap on it, but Money's money's a little tight right now with the kids, you know, with the wife. <laughs> just, it's just a little
0: it's, tough. Yeah, it's just a, little, a little, tough. little tough. It's hot out there for a pimp, I know, man. The uh, all right, you got anybody, any other anybody that we didn't talk about that that you wanted to talk about? As far as no, the I think I, I think I gave out some excellent six k guys that Which I think will make say. it through
1: to to the weekend and yes. uh, hopefully get a six out of six through for us.
0: Right, you got you got any fucking down yet? Yes. Yeah, so.
1: I like I. I'm not gonna come on a podcast and tell you to bet Corey Connors at sixteen to one. Right, but, but I think a if, I twenty. I think if you could get a twenty, they're out there like a twenty, twenty one, twenty two on him. Like I think that's really viable, and I think that's really um, a great bet because I I really do think he can win this week, and I think that, um, like. Adam, it's sort of like an Adam Hadwin
0: situation at Valspar That number so like Hadwin number. What is he? Thirty-three. You can't bet Adam Hadwin thirty-three. No, like I, would, I, I would. I would rather bet Corey Connors at fucking fourteen than Adam yeah. Hadwin at 33
1: Yeah, but I'm saying at the at the Valspar he was another guy who was a past champion, coming off a great start, yep. and what he top ten finishes, and it's like. Yep. You're dumb if you like. It was just if you didn't play. It's like it was really that obvious. It was right in front of you. I think it's the same situation with Corey Connors this week. Um, I did bet Chris Kirk, um, at forty-five to one. I do not think he will win, but you know, I think it's a decent bet.
0: Is is there is there no cash out option?
1: No, I I bet it on a local, and then Maverick McNeely thirty-five to one. I'm eyeing. And then I will be betting Pat because I are depending on the number um anything over sixty, I think I would be in,
0: so I what are you still place? find them at? yeah,
1: yeah I'm, I'm sure think. I can get it yeah,
0: I got a six that. I got them at sixty six on offshore you can get them.
1: yeah I, I i've I'm on so many, yeah, I know so I know
0: oh, you have a plethora of betting options because you live in a place where it's fucking legal,
1: yeah, but I've been finding that, yeah, seventy to one of yeah, yeah see? easy, love it, so annoying. So who who have you placed some uh some money on?
0: So I got I got Woodland and the Sea Room, both at thirty-five. I don't care. Like I I have so limited options that like it's like it is what it is. Like I know I'm gonna not have a good number for the most part. Because one, my local just doesn't hang my local's not even really local. He's in a different fucking state and he doesn't hang good golf outrights. He hangs soft ass matchups. And so yeah. that's and so that's why I use him for that. And I got Knox at sixty-six. I put a little bit on Svensson, like a little bit, just like 15 bucks on Svensson, 15 bucks on Neesmith, and then I'm looking at Jones and Hickox, or Hickox rather, and, yeah, I mean, that's about it. I mean, I want to see what he has. I want to see what Andy has to say about fucking Fina. He might be able to convince me to bet him just because the number's dumb. It's 40, and it's the same thing, too. I mean, it's the same thing with Bryson. Like, I don't want to bet Bryson, but at the same point, if Bryson goes out and nukes this fucking field, and we all had a shot to get twenty. I know it's not likely to happen, but we're all going to feel like fucking assholes.
1: Yeah, but that – I don't think that's a reason not – even though I just gave that as a reason to bet for Connors. <laughs> right. I don't know if that's a reason to bet Ryson here.
0: But, you know, I mean, it, it 28. could be – 28. It's the same odds for him to win the Masters next week.
1: I mean, he's not winning the Masters. Oh, no, he's definitely I, not winning the Masters.
0: Definitely. He has a better shot to win this than
1: the Masters. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. If yeah. anything, you know, so. it's kind of a, a good line. So,
0: I, like, I, okay, so everyone's talking about fucking Scottie Scheffler, and oh, he's
1: 40 to 1 at the PGA. And PG- Oh, look at Scotty Scheffler's major record. I'm not one to do this. I fucking was saying that last July. I have the tweet. I said, hey, guys, I don't know if you realize this, but Scotty Scheffler's been amazing in majors, and he's 40-1 to to win the U.S. Open and PGA in July. So I want to say that that I was first on Scotty Scheffler. Okay. Okay. And then Cam Smith, 37-1 to next
0: week. I got the fucking ticket, baby. Love it. Love it, and it was
1: because of your podcast that we went I on and did it.
0: the major preview. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Listen, I love Cam Smith. Dude, like, uh, like I love Cam Smith. And like, what's not, what's not to love about him here? What's not to love? Like, ah, uh, like, and he's all relaxed. He's seen his family now. Fucking God knows what he's doing for the last two weeks though. He's a guy who I feel like can get out of sorts. So, <laughs>
1: what are you thinking for the Masters next week? Do you have any outright bets that like you feel no. good about? Because. No. No, no, I didn't
0: lay, I didn't lay any fucking – out because the futures market is, like, fucking dead. Yeah. They don't hang – like, the, 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 these books are all terrified to fucking hang a number, which I, I guess makes sense, whatever. They have their risk management fucking unit. Like, you're not fucking hanging that number. I don't care how much action you're going to get. What happens if this happens? And then they get crushed. The only, out, the only futures I even have, I got Sam Burns at, like, 80 to 1 at, uh, at the PGA and the U.S. Open, and that was, like, pre his win. Like I just felt good about going into the season, so I got them, like 81. Those are the only two futures I have. I so can't get-
1: who was your initial lean to
0: win the Masters? <laughs> I don't, I honestly don't have one yet. I don't. So I would say, I would say gun to my head, like gun to my head. JT.
1: Okay. JT. Yeah, yeah. No, I think the futures thing, it's only a situ, like it was perfect with Cam Smith because it was in December and I was like, He's had amazing results at the Masters. I wasn't like he's going to win the players in TOC, but I was just like (laughs) 37 to 1. I'll bet it. And I have it to win 1,500. So it's not like I just – because it wasn't like I just – because futures, it's like, I'm not dealing with this. So it's like I have a decent amount on it. And then my other local, it was like 25 to 1. So I threw a little bit. I take 25
0: to 1 on him, too. Yeah, absolutely. So – I'm looking the, forward. I'm, I'm happy of the players for my for my bank account, but at the same point, like I would have liked the Masters win too. So I don't know. We'll fucking see. You know, yeah, you can, you, can always, you, can, you can always catch them offshore sleeping, like when the it's tough to catch them sleeping on the Masters. But I don't know. Stranger things have fucking happened. Like I remember yeah, we, being able to lay off some of my Francesco Molinari, fucking when Tiger snatched his soul uh, that year, and I was heavy on Molinari. Fuck, yeah. I need to lay off. I need to lay off.
1: Always tough. Always
0: tough. Hi man, you got anything going on this week other than, uh, Tapping Birdie and the uh, Sports Gaming Podcast?
1: Yeah, Um, so, uh, I'm gonna be doing some stuff for, uh, Bleacher Report Betting. Ooh. Um, coming up for the Masters. Alright. And, I uh, have a new partnership with, uh, Bet So I'm gonna be do- so my podcast is sponsored by them, I'm gonna be using their tools and, uh, stuff like that. But yeah, same old time me on Twitter, just tweeting my life away, uh, Bored at Work. Not Bored at Work, I'm
0: actually swamped. No. Swamped, super busy, and he loves his job. In case anybody love, it. Love, love it, love it, love it. You guys, are you doing any masses giveaway or anything like that? Any big, uh, any big plans for that?
1: I need to start winning some more bets. Um, <laughs> before enough. I start giving away money, um, that, that's kind of it for me. All right, man. Well,
0: Brian, appreciate you, uh, being, uh, being on call and coming on. Or, uh, Twitterless Steve, man. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, listen, you guys don't know where to find fucking Brian, man. He's all over Twitter. He tweets, and, and I feel like all day. I have no idea if he gets anything else done. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, Sharp Kid, go follow him. Uh, new thing with Best Burst. That's cool. The Bleach Report thing. Doc, what, what's that? What do you, so. Yeah, so I'm just, gonna, just
1: gonna be putting that? out some content for them. Couple TikToks. I'm gonna be oh, a doing, a, I think, a space with them on Wednesday night. Um and hopefully it's gonna be like a partnership uh in the future. So uh nice. they want me to be their their golf guy for the for the better nice. stuff, so it it should Love be fun. It. Congrats, yeah. dude. That's fucking huge, man. Thank you. I appreciate
0: it. Yeah, man. All right. Well, listen, uh, make sure, whatever, he'll tweet it out, I'm sure. So follow Brian and find out uh, when he's going to be doing the the Twitter spaces. We can all go uh, break his balls uh, on his first day. And, uh, yeah, other than that, you guys know to find me, Boston underscore Capper on Twitter. Uh, you can find Twitter with Steve in that Slack channel. Um, uh, Brian and Steve's articles are up on com. Click on that Slack thing, come in there and start kicking around with everybody. And uh, other than that, One week away from Masters. Gotta gotta get through this Valera. Hopefully we can get some winners and break them fucking books. But talk to you hopefully with Twitter Steve tomorrow night. Later.